Welcome back to the Mediocre Podcast. My name is Dan. Mouthful of coffee. And Chris has a mouthful of coffee. Uh And Sam has a mouthful of air. And here we are. I do. Uh, This is, we are delighted to announce, the season three finale. And we have just... Just a smorgasbord mm. of things uh-huh. to discuss and or do. Uh-huh. Uh, we have a brew. Chris, Sam, Chris, Sam, Sam, uh, Chris, Sam, Sam got the we brew. We have a, a recurring guest, Verve Coffee Roasters, Las Flores, Honduras. We've done Verve, right? No, I didn't check the the spreadsheet. Maybe we have. I don't know. Well, I probably. I've had Verve a few times. Verve makes me feel kind of like whole tone scale. Mm-hmm. Really? That's well. Is, is that the vibe you get from this? <laughs> 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 what what scale would you say? No, I, for... I mean, I don't know. This is kind of a. I mean, where is Honduras? Uh, Central America. It's definitely not like I don't know. Near El Salvador. Maybe we can. Maybe we. Are can you talk thinking about more like more. like a that that type of thing or like? I mean, more so than a whole tone scale. I just feel like a whole tone scale is too like pure for for what I'm looking at right here. We could probably break down though the the musical implications of this brew in the brew review. But Chris, do you have something to say? Uh, what do I have to say? I don't know. Do you have something to say? I am asking you. It's an open question. Oh, oh, do you no, have oh, to it say? wasn't. I thought you. It was like a, when you ask your significant other, do you have something to tell me? <laughs> yeah. Do you Chris, ask do you your have, wife that? Do you have I know. That's like that, when parents that, ask oh, their kids. That, no. <laughs> say, that was just the first hey, thing that came to my mind. They say, Brandon, do you have something to tell me? <laughs> I don't often go to my wife and say, do you have something you want to tell me? <laughs> that's fair that's fair bad example but, bad example no, but listen, good concept it still holds listen, up it's season finale we're not letting anything squeeze by this time that's fair yeah you not, know what I wouldn't today. expect you to not today if you had let that slide I would have been mad <laughs> yeah would have been so, so today I'll have this to say what will you, we're what gonna will you be given our loose Mab Awards mm-hmm. that's true yeah so it's the Mab Awards it's the Mabbies we've got a few different categories Best new artist, song of the year, mm-hmm. album of the year, mm-hmm. meme of the year, mm-hmm. and album art of the year. Yeah. You know, these are very loose. Et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. Et al. Yeah. Et, yeah. <laughs> et al. <laughs> <laughs> like, et weird al. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to be giving awards to all of these yeah. categories yeah. Uh, as we see fit. Yeah, you know it's you know it's the first Mabby Awards, mm-hmm. so yeah, we're just gonna be giving you our take, and just for your information, there is, has been zero preparation for this. None this very, at all. We don't know loose, what each other is gonna say. Very stream of consciousness. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you're here. You're along for the ride. You get to experience the uh, the raucous uh, chaos. You'll of never the guess Awards, what we so. say next. Never, because <laughs> we can't even guess. I don't know. Other than uh, that, well, that's exciting. we also are going to we discuss got a game? Santa names. Santa yeah. names? Ooh, this is Christmas time. There are many different names for Santa all throughout the world. 
And that's how it feels when you get the name wrong. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. Should we jump in with awards? I don't know. It's so hard to. They're it all so hard. good. Yeah. They are good. Listen, in my mind, I'm trying to pull from the things that we've reviewed as yeah. best as possible. If there's something that I feel like definitely deserves if a spot. If there's asbestos in your house, you should probably as get best that as possible. At. Hey, listen, they say asbestos always possible. So, so what's the criteria for a new artist? Like, are I we talking thinking, debut content in the year of 2020, or are we talking like somebody who hit their stride in 2020? I like saying debut content yeah, de- in debut 2020, content. but there's less people I know. The only th- one that I know, but I was going to say anyway is my favorite, <laughs> is Leanne Lahavas. But her debut content yeah, wasn't. Yeah, she didn't. She this, didn't it was her sophomore record. Was it? Yeah. No. But it was self-titled. So that's where it gets confusing. Ah, dang it, dude. Is that oh. it's self-titled. I don't even know who debuted. We did discuss um, uh, Tina. Tina debuted. Tina debuted. But I didn't love that album. I don't want to say that's album of the year. I probably wouldn't say. I definitely well, don't. Oh, no, the no, best new, new artist. New artist. Um, I mean, let's see. I feel like 2020 wasn't a big year for like brand new artists to show up. It was kind of a year where a bunch of old artists got bored because they their tours got canceled. Yeah, so they just made yeah, yeah. like a bunch of a bunch of new music. What's what about Anamanaguchi? Is Anamanaguchi new this year? Where the freak did they come from? Yeah, where did well, they come from? Here's my here's my thing with Anamanaguchi. Is is he a real drummer? Like, does he play drums yeah. on the track? Yeah, yeah. So. They just like bit crush it and do all this other yeah. stuff with it. I just want uh I want to hear more of like what he has to say on the drums. Dang, their first single was 2010. Oh, come shoot. on, man. We do have Phoebe Bridgers. Was Phoebe Phoebe Her debut album was this year, right? No, no, it was her Dag sophomore. <laughs> you know who did That's that's the thing. So like if I think 2020 artist, I think about Anamanaguchi because I feel like they're like doing stuff this year. Like they're on a bunch of songs, they're remixing, like they're just putting out content. Uh-huh. And I also feel that way about um is it 52 or 53 thieves? 52. <laughs> 50 No, it's No, it's 50 32. No, it's 53. It's, yeah, it's, Wait. It's, it's 53. Okay. 53 thieves is almost entirely a 2020 band. Um you know, if they're almost, I'll count it because we're okay. having trouble finding. They 80. released a single in 2019, and everything else, including both EPs, have been 2020. And you know what? Consistent bangers. That's fair. Um, 53 was a. 53 was good. Shining star of 2020. I've um, got a list of new artists from 2020. Oh, you do. Have Best you heard of, of new of artists, and uh, here's some of the names. Koriki, Rina Sama, Sawa, Sawayama, mm-hmm. Tensi, Thick, Katie Pruitt, Bascabala. These aren't real people. Like, has any? Have you heard of any of these? No. Christian Lee Hudson. Hudson. I, I know. I did listen to Christian Lee Hudson's album. Hudson. Was it good? It was okay. What was it? Yeah, well, I I can't say best new artist. It was. It's like a folk uh, folk rock kind of album. This seems it's to good. be a roundup of artists that debuted this year. <laughs> right. Um, the thing, this is a hard category. I'll say one. Wolfie. 
I don't know who that is. You guys is. know Wolfie? No. Um, have you heard of Covet? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Forrest Rice is the drummer for Covet, and he started a new band this year. Wolfie? So Forrest is a... I just found out about Forrest as a player, and Forrest is awesome. He's the man, and he has a new band called Wolfie. It's like a drum and guitar, like kind of electronic synth psych rock type of thing and wolfie's pretty good okay that's a that's a 2020 artist that i'm enjoying i right guess now. i see now why the awards like the grammys their best new artist is not somebody who debuted yeah in that yeah year. it seems like yeah it seems like it's like, really hard to find like they would say you one. would say phoebe bridgers probably yeah when they you're were talking leanne because like I th- actually i think leanne lahava's got nominated for best new artist because yeah. like she's been around she's been making music but like no one cared until this year. I'm, regardless so of the rules, casting my vote for La Havas. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I, that's what I want to do, too. So it's, that's two versus one. Yeah. Leanne La Havas wins the category of best new Sam, artist. Sam, you have any other nominations? Um, yeah, I don't know. New art artist for me implies a certain amount of like transcendence. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and what I mean by that is, I guess, not so much transcendence as, like, constant involvement. So when I think new artists, I think, like, they're kind of all over the place. Like, they always pop up. So, which is why I, I'm drawn to, like, Anamanaguchi. Okay. Or 53 Thieves. Or someone like that. Like, Leanne released an album. Yeah. Which was a great album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not one of my favorites i don't think this year but really good and i don't know like if you heard the album it was great and then you moved on to the other new albums but i feel like with anamanaguchi or someone like that they just continue to like they got another song and someone else got them to do a remix or someone else featured them or well anamanaguchi is a a four-piece band See, that so I don't know. Make sense. Know. Have they so, dropped an album yet? Here's, okay. Best new artist, the definition by the Grammys is an artist whose eligibility year releases eligibility year releases achieved a breakthrough into the public consciousness and notably impacted the musical landscape. Yeah. And Phoebe is on there. Yeah. Yeah. Doja Cat is on there too. Ingrid Andrus. Oh. Didn't we listen to Ingrid Andrus? See, Do you guys Gucci have any strong opinions has, about Doja Cat? Uh, I mean, you mean Doge, like the dog? <laughs> I I always I keep hearing about Doja Cat, and so I'm you, just not impressed. You're nominating Gucci. No, I want to nominate Gucci. Okay, I know that they've been doing I think stuff forever, but Mab's best new artists are probably Anna Gucci, Phoebe Bridgers, and then Leanne Lahavis. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yes. So if you haven't listened to one of those three. Yes. They definitely go listen to them. Those are artists that no listen to them. <laughs> Did you hear my voice break a little bit? That was fun. I liked that. If you know, it's early, guys. Yeah, lay off. It is okay, early. it is early. So definitely go listen to those. Those are artists that we found this year and have been listening to a lot. Yeah, we like them. The artists we found this year. That's there we go. That's a better best way. artists we found this year. Here's three of them. Out of those three, who are you voting for as best though? Just off the dome, Leanne. Leanne? Really? Honestly, uh, I, I think... Uh, 
I think Leanne has more in her, but I'm boat. I'm boating Phoebe. You boating? Th- I'm yeah. boating. I think Phoebe gets overall. Exactly. But if I'm we're trying to be like best, like most groundbreaking, I'm going with Anamani Gucci. We are talking best. <laughs> if we're talking <laughs> the category no, name, well, you said best artist or like that's different than like best music that that they made this year. Yeah, I I, I'm not judging off of potential or I like I'm judging off of like which album I like the best and Leanne. Oh, so we're talking album. So we all had different bests. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's good. What's the next category, Chris? Next category is. I won't. I'll skip the big ones. Is that we're the gonna category? say album art of the year? Album art of the year? Yeah. Album Man, art. That's hard. Oh heck yeah, that is hard. But it's also in a way it's easier. Okay, I'm voting for folklore, Taylor Swift. Oh really? You like this <laughs> album art? Just, just because her of looking like, the other way. Just because of the memes no, involved. That's the new one. No, oh, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're that's right. the that's the really folklore is the black and white looking folklore is the, like the the black metal. Yeah, yeah. Like Foggy lo-fi trees, fi forest. That's <laughs> right. Is, is that's she right. in that one too? Is there like a? Is she? I think she is. is she like standing? Like I think she is, like but she's distance, like in the distance, and yeah. it looks almost exactly like um, Isan's album art. Yeah, that he released at a similar time. Who is a black metal artist? And so seeing okay. folklore. <laughs> First of all, just the memes were funny. And Eson was like retweeting and like sharing Taylor Swift, which also was wholesome and funny. But um, the folklore, I don't like Taylor Swift. And in fact, I just listened to the entire the new, new album that she released. Yeah. yeah. And I was so bored. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it was good. Like, objectively, it was good. I was bored. I didn't. I didn't care for it. But... Even then, when I saw the folklore album art, I said, "Am I? Is this the year I get into Taylor Man. Swift? Because <laughs> the album art is is pretty sweet. It like it makes me think like this is going to be super cabin in the woods, like one microphone in the room, like raw country stuff. And I'm sure it wasn't because I didn't end up listening to it. Yeah, but I mean, no, it it is in some ways, but not really. It's still more folksy than she yeah. has been in more recent years. I feel like in a world of being able to do whatever you want with visual art, and you can do the most, you can do all this like color and pay somebody thousands of dollars to do some crazy design, a black and white picture of trees speaks a lot more volumes in 2020. More what volumes. about, though, Yusuf Cat Stevens' Father and Son Squared not, yeah. not, not Father and Son, yeah. but the, it, it was with just the, the cover for Father and yeah. Son. The, the puppets, the horror. Of the <laughs> yeah, with, it was like the claymation. <laughs> and you know that was a good one. That one was good. There's also, I mean, all of the Sun Lux stuff is pretty cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. It's the, I don't know, the Tomorrow's do is pretty. Sweet. Was kind of simple. The My, Tomorrow's Two one is really. It's Tomorrow's like, Two it's is very cool. art museum chic. It is both. Well, of them. they they so they partnered with an artist. I forget his name, but he already had these pieces made, and they basically said like, "Hey, can we pay you to use yeah. these as our album covers?" And they're also like actual like three D renderings of things. It's yeah, not just yeah. like a yeah. So those are cool too. So I don't know if I can choose the best. My vote is for uh, Vin Diesel feel like i oh, do yeah, just, <laughs> his face with a with like a pink filter like over a it. five-year-old camera <laughs> picture <laughs> no but i think i Vincent think diesel sun lux 
is such a great representation of what their music sounds it really like. Is. Yeah. And so I'm going to vote for tomorrow's one, which is art museum music. And also you can you know? tell like it is. they clearly work hard. What are you saying tomorrow's all, all one? the aspects or two? I like tomorrow's one better. Oh really? Tomorrow's we, one is the rock, right? Yeah. Yeah. If we treat them two is as, like the sideways monolith. Exactly. Yeah. I think, you no, know, no, the no. monolith is oh, just yeah, a little yeah, yeah, overplayed yeah. right now. That's true. So 2020 is kind of the year of the monolith. They didn't know. <laughs> um, shout out Austin Oliver, by the way. Yeah. Monolith. Oh, Spotify. yeah. He did have a song called Monolith. He didn't even. The you better oh. freaking be listening to the finale, Austin. Yeah. Uh, yeah you Austin. called us out. We call you out. Also, I like the cover for his, uh, his Rock Lobster. Yeah. I think it's just called Lobster, but <laughs> his yeah. cover of Rock Lobster. <laughs> Yo, I don't think it's a cover. Austin covered my favorite song. <laughs> Rock Lobster, baby. No, I meant the art for Lobster. Yeah, it was good. It was cool art. Yeah, yeah it was good. good Is job, your Austin. nomination for uh, Austin? No, I was going to you know say what? tomorrow's. Tomorrow's? As All right. well. All right. Honorary new artist of the year. Austin, Austin, Austin Oliver. Oliver. Don't call us. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's hit meme of the year. Meme of meme the year. Of Let's get the quick year. one. Quick one. Man, the memes this year no, were No, this tough. is the one that we have to really dig oh, into. Oh, man. <laughs> the memes this year were tough. Honestly, I've been intrigued by the flow of memes this year. Because yeah. it kind of felt like... about 2020 memes. We though. had a, a really solid run of having a very simple and constrictive format with the impact font yeah. memes. Yeah, yeah. Like, for a long time, impact right. font memes were where it was until, like... I want to say 2016 is when it really started to break away from that. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I've lo- I was pulling up some memes, memes right now. <laughs> so I can refresh my memory and I found this one. <laughs> Hold on, let me just pass it around the room. That's going to be better. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a good meme. It's not we'll, a particular uh, we'll one from this year. We'll it's, save that one for for later. It's an old school one. Anyways, yeah. we'll we'll put it up later. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, we'll figure it out. I think this year, it w- let's just start to think about what memes could be in the running. Yeah. And <sighs> nothing's really coming to me. I don't feel like we've had a, a really solid contender. I think uh, DiCaprio... Is definitely up there. DiCaprio yeah. was funny. DiCaprio was kind of year? became a meme this year. A lot Man. of things were this year that you don't think were this year. That's just crazy. Like Leanne That's La what I'm trying to figure out. Like, you've still got, like, I feel like the ones people still use a lot are the dude, uh, what was the name? The the dude who, like, blinks his eyes and acts confused about something. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The GIF. Yeah, that was the GIF meme. So here's the problem that with was, That was still memes. really popular. Um, I was actually having a similar conversation yesterday regarding Jerry Seinfeld. Oh. And why Seinfeld is funny. Okay. Seinfeld is funny because it's not overly topical or relevant to a time period. 2020 is full of memes that are specifically about 2020. And that's not it. That's not going to be funny. No one likes it because we live much it. much longer. Like there's a bunch of Biden memes. Like a litany of Trump you know, memes. honestly, let's be honest. One of the best of the year, fly on the head memes. Fly, fly on, on the head, head memes, memes had a a very short but yeah. powerful moment yeah. in the I live. Again, super relevant 
It was. I mean, they're a not very particular. They will event. not last. And World War Three memes were big. Those yeah. were good. I did um, like those. Yeah. I think there's just been there's been a lot of very <laughs> related to the moment in time memes, yeah. which will I just don't think I can nominate with a clear conscience for meme of the year because it's not something that stands the test of time. Right. Not necessarily. Just like Seinfeld. Exactly. Stands the test of time because he doesn't make jokes about the current president. Um, Here's a meme that I liked, and it wasn't like a meme that <laughs> the meme pages share, but the meme of Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing New Horizons that was releasing on the same yeah. day, <laughs> and both companies agreed to like, <laughs> To buy in on that and yeah. like make memes out of it. So they had like Doom Guy in Animal Crossing memes <laughs> <laughs> that like Nintendo themselves were like, <laughs> they were fueling this. And then Animal Crossing folks like ripping and tearing. So that was, that was fun. And I appreciated that <laughs> Nintendo was actually into memeing for once and didn't just like put out a bunch of cease and desist because that's kind of what they yeah. do. But other than that, like the surprised anime guy, definitely <laughs> yeah. has been a very popular one. Yeah, I think here here's the thing. I think the the biggest meme is like the election. Yeah, itself. Yeah, and which is hard to encapsulate in a picture with it some is. words. Yeah, um, there's a bunch of them out there, and so that's my vote. Is no particular meme this Just year kind election. of rose above. Yeah. But election related memes, I think, were the funniest. Yeah. In a lot of ways. I mean, you've got Bernie with the steel chair. You've That's got a good one. <laughs> yeah. You've got I think the Bernie memes in general did rise to the top of the election <laughs> genre. You've got uh You've got Joe Biden and Trump one v one in Rust <laughs> yeah. to decide the election. I mean, was Willy Wonka memes this year? I mean, you remember Willy Wonka's kind of twenty twelve been around but yeah. this year too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he had a comeback. He, did he? I, I didn't I see think those. Twenty twenty saw the return. Yeah, of a it lot did. of old memes. Yeah. Except for as no a one's meme. bringing Doge back, and I'm mad about it. Oh, you trying to bring Doge back? Doge was hilarious. Yeah, we've got big doge versus small doge. Oh, that's now. true. The thing I did, is, that was good. <laughs> here's the thing about memes in 2020, and and these will be my closing thoughts. Okay. Um, even though I am, I'm voting for election memes mm. as the top memes. Memes in 2020 are now becoming increasingly intertextual. Yeah. So rather than a meme, kind of being its own encapsulated thing that like, oh, you read the text, you see the picture, I get it. Mm -hmm. It's less and less um, accessible in that way. Yeah. It's more and more becoming based on the intertextuality. Like, you use Doge, but Doge is not the meme. Yeah. Doge is just a shorthand symbol for something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, Big Doge is a shorthand symbol right. for something Which else. Which is why it's funny, as strong opposed to any other good. image of a strong and a small exactly. thing. And so now, rather than <laughs> memes being simple, they're starting to become more and more complex, yeah. and you have to have this history and this knowledge. You have to be in the text of memes to understand 
memes is there being produced now. So it's kind of similar to the humor of a long-running sitcom. Exactly. It just becomes increasingly self-referential and less funny to the average viewer. Yeah. It happened with Always Sunny. But that that like, will be the death of memes if maybe. it continues down that or path. Or memes, like kind of more what you're saying is it's becoming its own language. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I you know what you know what meme I liked that isn't twenty twenty specific? Fans versus enjoyers. That was a good one. <laughs> I what like fans one? versus enjoyers. It's the the blurry picture of the dude screaming and he's like tool fans versus like casual tool enjoyers and it's like a square chin dude with a oh, suit yeah. on and like perfect shave and a perfectly quaffed hair yeah those were those, i think in the yeah when done right those were pretty funny yeah. um but i'm yeah so i'm voting doom animal crossing crossover that's a good memes. yeah that's a good uh nomination i think it was a big win for memedom i think it was in general yeah there was actually a a lot of creativity behind those. Yeah. Like people were like spending hours making what is essentially a work of art in order to like participate in a meme. (laughs) (laughs) So that's definitely like, I feel like that one gets the creativity award for sure. Yeah. Chris, I I don't know. I was just saying like, I don't like, I still don't have a strong among us. Your, your meme of the year among us, you know, fall guys, your meme. I've stopped playing among us. So did most, and so most people. Therefore, the memes have become less funny. Yeah. yeah. So no, I just feel like everything was so short lived. Yeah, I feel like that fly on the head. Twenty twenty <laughs> is so, that's why I almost feel like I can't say one particular meme. Like I can't say a like uh, that boy. Mm-hmm. I can't point to something Man, like that. That boy really was meme of the year. Actually, in really was. Actually, whatever year, twenty sixteen, because it was the it was all tied up with last election. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How could you, I so y'all follow band memes? Yeah, band memes are pretty good. So his sound guy memes, mm. I just the cartoon of the sound guy is maybe yeah. meme of the year. Mm. I think it, I it might be new this year. Maybe he did it a little while ago. Either way, I'm a I'm a follower of Page for Music Chads. I don't know about that um, one. <laughs> Here, do you know? So I apologize. Here, let me let me find him. It's I think, uh, I think I've normally seen have a. This is a good one. It's just an old, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like late forties, fifty year old guy with a ponytail, yeah. oh, yeah. and he says, yeah. "Normally, I used to rock pretty hard back in the day." So but not anymore, though. You're, that's that's his thing. You're kind of voting for based memes, but it's just the guy. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just the one guy. <laughs> you're Which, voting for a meme page. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's more specific. That's fair. I'm into it. Which I guess he's kind of in the style of some of those other ones. But you know what time it is, boys? The piano signifies. Oh, does it? It's time to sip. Let's see. Uh, sipping time. Yes. Oh my gosh. What do we have today, Wheeze? Verve. Verve coffee roasters. Santa Cruz, California. Las Flores, Honduras. Uppercut chocolate honey. Is this Santa Claus? California. Santa Claus. Did you say California. Santa Claus? <laughs> this is their Christmas roast. Roasted December 1st. Um, so we've got, I don't know if it's natural or washed. They do not say. Um, I'm guessing this is washed, though, just based on the flavor. Um, 
uh, scents of coffee, um, bean, a little bit of caramel on the smell. And of course, for the last time this year. That is a good shake. So, thoughts on this brew, Well, gentlemen. first of all, that bag shake sounded better than maybe any of the other ones. That's true. Now, I, I did something different here. Um, I yeah. opened the the seal oh, shoot. to allow for um, optimal airflow yeah. um, through the shaker. Also, the bag is kind of almost empty, The bag right? is, it's almost empty, but it's not so empty that it's just, you it just gives you an beans. empty sound. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's got a nice kind of... Kind of like so a lat- it's got like a Latin shake? shaker, like uh, yeah. There's like, a thick shake. It's like the, the yeah shake. Yeah, yeah. That it's not like the big rain stick shakers. You know, this this is a good shaker. But thoughts on the bean itself? I like it. It's I'm I'm a big fan. There's of this. a You're big fan. Yeah, big big fan. There's a nice brightness up front, but yeah. there's also a. I almost want to say a molasses or a caramel caramel. aftertaste, which is really nice. Yeah. I feel like I do prefer roasts that have the brightness up front and then the like savoriness on the back end Mm -hmm. rather than the other way around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because when it's the other way around, I feel like I'm searching for the fruitiness. Yeah. But I'm not searching for the fruitiness right now. I don't know what it is about this one. I. I'm not impressed by this one. Really? Really? Yeah. Yo, really? It tastes so good. Yeah. Um, I don't. How are you not impressed when it tastes good? So here's what I get. Yeah, wheeze. I sip it. I get like caramel, caramel, <laughs> um, and like vague, like some sort of stone fruit. But then as I as it finishes, I just it's like kind of bitter. Really? To me. Um, I get a little methane. Oh, a methane amphetamine on, on the on yeah, the methane, <laughs> methamphetamine. Yeah, you know that's legal in yeah. Oregon. That's true. Yeah, that's the craziest. That's true. Anyways, um, I don't know. I'm just I'm having a hard time with this one. Huh? See, like I'm not getting the brightness and like really? the florality it's that like, you guys are getting. Like an Asian pear. Up yeah. front, mm-hmm. that nice. It's got some some bite to it, but it also it's not lemony. Yeah, it's not would, like yeah. citrus. But, but there's I, a fruitiness. I've been drinking, I guess, more fruity. Like I've been drinking Counterculture Apollo a lot lately. Yeah, yeah, which is good, but it's a very bright coffee. Bright, yeah, coffee. <laughs> and so this is a nice change of pace. Yeah. Like it just uh, it sits real nice on the palate. Mm. It soothes me. Does it soothe you? It does wow. soothe me. It's it's good. So it's a good morning cup. If yeah. you had to describe this coffee in a scale, what would you what would you say? Coffee of uh, the year. <laughs> no, like a musical in a, scale. Yeah, in a mu- oh, yeah. like a scale. Um, just off the. It's got to be a like uh, a subconscious connection. So just what 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 comes to you? I think. I mean. There's yeah. a diminish in there for There's sure. A diminish? Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's something gonna, wonky. I was gonna say Phrygian resolving to a major chord. Oh shoot. So like is Phrygian in the sense that it's got that like otherworldly like Yeah. That's what that's what you're feeling? No, kind of resolving back to the to the uh relative. Oh major. okay, okay. Not the parallel. I think that this one like that 
Something like that. So it's mysterious, but it still has a happy ending. Okay. Okay. This so uh, this one has a happy this ending. This one is for a Chris. major. It's yeah. a major scale with the five diminished. Oh. Because it's so disjointed. Like it feels like it's it a should be clean and simple, but then you get what is that? Uh, and it, it it strikes me. In I think an odd I think way. he's thinking because. Lydian is more on the that's a sharp four, so it's a little more on the yeah on the yeah, bright yeah. side of yeah. things. So you're you're saying more. So, yeah, 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 a little a little so more. It's almost dark. like it's like a blues scale. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. like with <laughs> but without the connection, it's just got some unidentified stink. You know it, it's mean? like it's a, the missing link is the actual five yeah. itself. So you got a you have a. An augmented third or augmented second in there, which is that's a yeah, that's a spicy one. Yeah, and this is kind of spicy. I don't know. I maybe I just with that. yeah. I'm sticking to whole tone scale on this because okay. this feels like a very balanced uh, cup to me, and I feel like the flavors work well together. Mm-hmm. But there is something, something just a little bit like about it, and you'll notice that we yeah. all chose scales. With the I diminished wonder fifth, if so. part of the problem here is that like I brushed my teeth <laughs> prior <you>? to <laughs> like getting in the car today. But you've also been drinking it before us, yeah. So you've had more experience with yeah, it. Yeah, I assume I, you didn't brush your teeth every day before you no, drink. Every no, day. if he makes, I do not brush every day. That's <laughs> oh, I'm drinking this ridiculous. coffee. I can't like this one. Yeah, I brush. have been drinking this prior to today, and yeah. I also haven't been super impressed. Hmm. I feel like it's been decent. Was it better brewing sometimes. it in the Hario today since you use a Chemex at home, or was it better in the Chemex? Um, I think it was better in the Chemex. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I feel like maybe it was pulling even more depth, Yeah, and so I was able to, to get into it a little more. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm, I'm lukewarm on this one. Lukewarm. You know, I'm glad y'all liked it. On Verve. Yeah. I'm yeah, I like, I like it. it. I love too. it. So. So. We got two more. They're big ones. Bars. Two more? Yes. Yeah. Song of the year and album of the year. Song of the year. Ooh. Ooh. Man. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to go ahead straight out the gate. The Anamanaguchi remix of the Porter Robinson Porter track Robinson. Is, Honestly, is it's song of the so year for good. me. Every time I listen to it, the syncopated chorus that comes about two thirds of the way through gets me every single time. Yeah. It's it's so like gut wrenching, <laughs> and also like so goes gross. hard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I man. am. I'm gonna go ahead and nominate that as my song of the year. That's a good nomination, even though. Man, even I feel like that's uh, the song, and here's the reason why: it's it feels like it has something new to say. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It, yeah, it's yeah. it's something that really makes you feel like this is this is a new concept. This is a new new territory is being explored here mm-hmm. with the like 240 BPM like ultra fast. <laughs> it's not like no one's done like super fast music before. Yeah, but the way that it all holds together. I think is is pushing music into a new direction. Yeah. You know, into the direction of yeah. being taking really your music and speeding it up. Yeah. Hmm. Man. 
song of the year is so difficult. I here's a separate question yes. that yep. maybe we can also yep. ponder. So that's song like best song of the year. Yeah. But is there a song of 2020? One that represents like a representative well. song of 2020. I think that's one interpretation of song of the year that's that's valid. Mm-hmm. We haven't really been keeping to the same criteria no, yeah, anyway. No. So yeah. if you have one that fits, well, that, I just wonder if that's a different like, answer. Even, you know, even if you know the song's gonna fade after this year, it can still be the song of the year. Yeah, yeah. like man, in 2020, the song came out that <laughs> describes my experience with 2020. Is yeah. my so cousin do you have one in mind? That my cousin released a song called "This Is 2020." So I mean, by default, song of the year. <laughs> right. I mean, it's got to be song by of relation. This year. <laughs> by relation, it can't be really by of proxy. Any other year. My cousin, no relation. <laughs> I was. I mean, live another life. All the tomorrows too ah, was so good. Really, I love that song. I feel like song of the year also has to be like single worthy, and that was that a was single. a single. Yeah, but I I think you that don't like, you don't see it that way. Well, I think half the songs on tomorrow's one are probably better than that song. But really? I wouldn't like okay. I would have trouble saying that like um, only off tomorrow's one is song of the year because yeah. it's not really like it's like not you a just single. Like, we I actually we did do more I feel like or at least I listened to Tomorrow's One as a whole yeah. more than I listened to Tomorrow's Two as a whole. Yeah. And so I just find myself always going back to live another life. Yeah. I don't know. It just satisfies a thing within me. I don't know what it is. I but think it's there. As Mab, I also vote for Anamanaguchi. But to bring something else to the table, bring I bring mean, it on. Say the name. Say Flipping. the name was a great track. That that was man. Good. That was good. That is a good one. And it it's also very relevant to 2020 it is. as all of, you know, the clipping record was. Yeah. Um but 2020 theme song? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I am want to say Ohms. <laughs> 2020 theme song. What? Because it's bad? Because, because- 2020 is the ohms of years. Wait, say the name is the visions of bodies being yeah. burned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, I, that's what I meant to say. Visions of bodies being burned. Visions of bodies um, being burned. Ohms has that like, it's got that lo-fi character to it and like that rough character. Mm-hmm. I feel like ohms would be more appreciated if it was a new band. Mm. But the fact that like Deftones showed up after like... 25 years in the industry and put out something that was super like raw, dirty, messy, lo-fi, didn't impress a lot of folks. But like I said before, Ohms as an album sucks. It's terrible. And it's also very like clean and not anything like the song Ohms. But man, so I still sometimes put on Ohms. I'm like, man, (laughs) this is just a, just, this is just a who cares song. And that's why I can still enjoy it. It's just like, who, this is such a, it's 2020. We're going to do whatever we want. Who cares? Mm. It's just straight ahead rock and roll. Um, so are you nominating Ohms then? Or are you nominating Visions of Bodies? No, being Visions burned? of Bodies okay, Being Burned right. is oh, best, shoot. best song 2020. I totally forgot. This album was in January of this year, and I was assuming it was last year, so I wasn't saying it. It was freaking uh, Theo Katzman's album. Oh yeah, oh, I love. You got the, a song off the that whole one? album. The song "The Death of Us" is yeah, really Death good. Death of Us is a good one. Um, what's the other one uh, here? Let me look at it. 
Oh, like a woman scorned? Anything that was pre-COVID feels like 10 years ago now. So it's hard to remember. totally neglecting Theo Katzman's, what's the name of the album? Modern Johnny Sings. Maybe at the beginning of the year when it came out, I was like, already, this is probably my favorite album of the year. And I still listen to it on the regular. I did the other day. So I think it has been my mainstay for the year. Should we move on to albums of the year then? Anyways, no, I, I just thought... He's kind yeah. of a best new artist too. Yeah, and so I've just is been he, neglecting. Is he new? <laughs> He's really no, like his first. Uh, here, this might have, this is his second uh, solo album. Oh shoot, third. But he wasn't like nobody knew of him yeah. before. He has yeah. that that this album has kind of propelled him more into yeah. the public sphere. So in the yeah. Grammy eyes, he might be best yeah. new artist. But in, either in, way. In my Grammy's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In my Grammy's eyes. Grammy loves Theo. Speaking of, his parents are Grammys. Oh. Uh, his parents are like grandparent because age. he has kids? Yeah. No, no. He doesn't have any kids. His parents are just old. But <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> I, we're just... Uh, sorry. Since we're on the topic. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> Ohms is my theme song. <laughs> Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one uh so okay sorry sorry go, do go you ahead. have a do you have a nomination for song of the I year i mean his song what you could be president yeah but oh gosh they're all so good let me mm. try to remember the name of the one yeah just just say the name you 100 know? years yeah. from now that's the one i would say mm. yeah. i it's definitely contender for song of the year for me there we go nice Uh, what about best album of the year? Album. Okay. Gut answer. Gut answer? Punisher. Okay. Uh, that was a really good okay. album. Yeah. Phoebe. Yeah. Man, this is such a difficult and one. I think for me. Phoebe might win the Grammy, too. She's um, she's nominated. She's, <laughs> she's nominated for best new artist. And let me pull it back up. I, I had it up. She's also ago. nominated for album of the year, too, I think. She's nominated for like a bunch of the categories. Yeah. Oh, you know who also is nominated for album of the year? Surprisingly, but also in a cool way, Jacob Collier. For, oh, yeah, he is. For DeJesse Man. volume, whatever. Did y'all listen to DeJesse no. 3? It's hard to listen to. I didn't listen to it. And I'm like, I've never it's, really been that into like I love Jacob's Jacob studio work. But the thing about but he's push, pushing music, music in such a new way. Yeah. The thing about his albums is I don't like how they're produced. I don't yeah. like how they're mixed, and mm. that throws me off the whole time because they're just too bright. Yeah, like, yeah. They're too sparkly. He did mix the whole thing. And I think he could he could do well to just have somebody else mix his music, and it, and it might, you know, it might be yeah. good. I mean, he does have like think, a billion tracks. Man, my <laughs> album of the year is probably... Um, is probably clippings. What was the album called? Visions of Bodies Being yeah. Burned. Okay, the whole yeah, yeah. the whole album. Was Candlesticks in the Dark. Yeah. Visions of Bodies yeah, Being yeah. Burned. That yeah. album. I'm gonna. I'm voting Visions of Bodies Being Burned because I feel like it is an album that both represents and is very 2020. Yeah. I, yeah, I can see that. I mean, that wasn't their concept behind it. It was but not. It kind of worked. But I. I feel like it just fits, and it's also such a good out. Like, yeah, 
I it's not like what I would say. It's not like virtuosic in a in a like instrumental sense, mm-hmm. but it is musically progressive in a way that I think just impressed me a lot. Yeah, like. I don't know. I, I think it's it's a, such a great album to represent music in 2020 because yeah, it was made by like two producers and a vocalist that don't even live near each other. Right, right. But the content is so, I don't know. It, it's just a really good album. Yeah. Man, for the similar reasons, I mean, tomorrow's one and two. Tomorrow's one and two. Yeah. I See, mean, the thing is, come on. I I really want to say tomorrow's one, but I feel like tomorrow's one could be 2019, 2021. There's something about mm-hmm. clipping that fits the year, but tomorrow's one almost the second yeah. you said album of the year, I'm like. Also, it was like back in April, so yeah. I didn't remember. But Run the Jewels four. Oh yeah. Oh shoot. This year, I don't know how year. much you guys listen to Run the Jewels. We're really this whole thing is really the second half of the year. Exactly. Yeah. It just feels like anything that came out before March yeah. was in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Run the Jewels four was a highlight for me because I have listened to all of Run the Jewels and have like gotten through it a couple times and been like, all right, whatever. Or like even Run the Jewels three was really good, but I was still like, you know, I've I've got a couple off of here that I'll keep going back to, but then four was such a standout and such a highlight, mm. and I feel like I finally bought in to, to Run like, the Jewels. I, I I like Run the Jewels, and I love Killer Mike just as a person. Killer Mike is is an entertainer, yeah, yeah. and I feel you know pretty level headed guy on on a lot of things, and he's just. A joy to listen to what a and, joy. and lp is great i feel like lp is like the the beavis of oh. the two and killer mike <laughs> is the butthead yeah but lp is like the jokester or like i felt like with run the jewels three killer mike drops like a super relevant verse like very pointed very like political a lot of commentary and then lp Right after Killer Mike is done talking about like Congress, LP comes in and starts talking about like lewd stuff <laughs> and is just saying like dumb stuff that like you'd hear on any song. And I feel like the shift that took place with Run the Jewels 4 is like it's finally matured and he's finally found the, the, balance, the balance between, between those two. Like, I'm still gonna say like heinous dumb stuff and like make dirty jokes and all this stuff but like i'm crafting it into this like it just feels more careful mm. and more mm-hmm. pointed and him and killer mike both do that in pretty good chemistry on run the jewels four and i, I really liked it mm. okay so we got run the jewels four is that your official I nomination i think that is like um is that your pre-covid nomination my nomination is tomorrow's okay my like my popular vote is phoebe oh is that your popular <laughs> vote? phoebe is my, my popular, popular vote. Yeah, yeah. phoebe's your like, popular vote yeah tomorrow's say one my popular vote is your means... electoral college yeah i almost feel like pop, <laughs> pop record of the year phoebe mm-hmm. i mean i know it's not like quote-unquote pop music it's it's popping but 
everyone everyone has heard for us it's pop and for how popular it is it's still like really really good yeah and then tomorrow's i think is just probably the best piece of music that came out she's nominated for best alternative album phoebe is but run the jewels is like my like best like it's like surprise of the year it also came out of nowhere surprise of the year whoa it came out of nowhere chris do you have a nomination so I, I want to say Theo's. You're album. saying Cats, man. Um, I also definitely honorable mention is Fiona Apple's "Fetch the Bolt Cutters." Mm. Oh, you did, you did, you were talking about those. We haven't really was, talked about that. Album I thought we all. did it on the podcast. Oh man, a so. little bit. Yeah, we did. Did we discuss a little? It, it was maybe on maybe our the, the single. I think it was on our 2020 so far review. Oh, uh, yeah. Fiona Apple, and we were like, oh, cool. Yeah, y'all. I didn't if y'all haven't to listened to Fiona Apple's "Fetch yeah. the Bolt Cutters," yeah, go fetch them. Get on that. So it's like a alternative rock kind of album, but real cool sounding stuff, real like progressive, not in like a prog rock kind of sense, but yeah. progressive in that like just taking kind of a rock form and flipping it on its head. So it's got a mm-hmm. lot of like cool recording techniques and stuff like that. Um, anyways, one of the best. And then Tomorrow's is so good. Tomorrow's is and good. I'm hard, it's hard to see them as two separate albums. Yeah, I think yeah. once Tomorrow's three is out we will finally be able yeah. to evaluate we'll this the box set. work because yeah. it really clearly is meant to be one thing i mean considering yeah. they have the same name and so to like <laughs> separate them is fair but it's more like movements in a in a like symphony piece yeah than yeah. it is like well this album versus this album yeah so that's that's my take i feel so, like they also yeah. harnessed like the limitations of 2020 because for both of them sun lux hosted like listening parties where you could buy a ticket and like sit on a zoom call with the band and listen to the album with them i think a lot of people did similar things or like instagram listening or whatever but like i feel like they drove that a lot more and actually used it as a way to like earn a little bit of money Mm -hmm. back after all the work to make it and then there was a lot of remote stuff like people sending in their parts and they were able to do so much collab within the limitations of like, we're sitting here at home and then also make a little bit of money and also get people like engaged in the process yeah, and like excited about sitting in there with Rafiq talking about his parts, like while you're listening to it and they're debuting it for a select audience. Like that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, do we have any other categories? Chris? No, that was it. So, so song and album of the year were the last two there. <laughs> yeah. We need to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> so join us for Mav Season 3 Part 2 on Thursday, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Christmas finale part two, where we will discuss Christmassy things as well as play a Christmas game. Uh, Show. <laughs>